You're listening to the Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to our message today, and that we hope you check us out online at TahlequahUMC.org. The scripture lesson for today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. Listen to these words. From there, Jesus went to the regions of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from those territories came out and shouted, Show mercy, son of David. My daughter is suffering terribly from demon possession. But he didn't respond to her at all. His disciples came and urged him, Send her away. She keeps shouting out after us. Jesus replied, I've been sent only to the lost sheep, the people of Israel. But she knelt before him and said, Lord, help me. He replied, It's not good to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. She replied, Yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall off the master's table. Jesus answered, Woman, you have great faith. It will be just as you wish. And right then, her daughter was healed. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. As a parent, I get where this woman's coming from. Her child is demon-possessed. No, my children are not demon-possessed, although sometimes I kind of wonder. But obviously, this, this child had some serious issues, so much so that it tormented this woman's life, tormented so much that she sought out the help of a stranger. Not only that, a stranger who, by law, had nothing, had to do, really didn't want to do anything with her. He could have wiped her off and said, no, you're not one of us. He could have pushed her aside and said, nope, not today. He could have chose not to heal her, even though she had deep faith, or great faith, as he later said. But she stayed persistent. Even in the midst of suffering, she knew that she needed a little bit of help to be healed. Because she saw that if her daughter was healed, that's going to make for a happy home and things will be all right. This is not one of those stories that's easy to preach. Let me tell you, there's so much that's here. There's so much that we could go off. There's a lot of rabbit trails, but there's some things that are a little bit troubling. First off, Jesus turning his back. This frustrates me. I have a hard time. This Jesus, who loves and cares for everybody, has trouble with this one woman. This text kind of made me want to not preach it. But that's when you dive a little bit deeper. And you come at it, and you look at it, and and you put yourself in her shoes, and you ask the question, would you do anything you could for your child to be healed? Yes, I would. I remember, I remember so vividly, I was sitting um, at Starbucks in Norman one, morning, one afternoon, on Saturday afternoon, finishing up my sermon, my very first sermon at McFarland Memorial United Methodist Church. 
my nerves were shot. I was, I was, what do I say? You know, this 50 page sermon needs to be reduced down to three. You know, all these notes, all this stuff. And then I get a phone call. Matt, yes. Laura fell and broke her arm. Or at least I think it broke her arm. Her arm's not bending normally. As Ashley's on the phone with me, I begin to think, oh, just take her to urgent care. Get her some x-rays. We'll be fine. No, I really think it's broken. You need to come home now. Hearing that, I, I shut up shop and met Ashley at home. And we got Laura to urgent care. And the entire time I was thinking, Lord, just not a heartbreak. Something simple. Something she'll heal from. We get to the doctor's office, and the doctor says, we can't do anything for her. This is the urgent care. So we need to send her to ER. So in my mind, again, also, remember, we're not, you know, ministry, you don't roll in the money. And so as I think of going from this doctor to the emergency room, I think the bank, I hear the uh, hospital going cha-ching. We get to the emergency room, and we get Laura back there, and in walks the saint. She's a saint to me. Linda Harker came in to take Emily off our hands. Because at that time, Emily was a little bit littler. It was hard to kind of take care of Emily while we're also trying to tend to Laura, who had broken her arm, who actually wasn't, you know, she wasn't crying. You want to talk about a strong child. I mean, she fell off the jungle gym and broke her elbow in a serious way. No tears. Only the tears that we saw were when she had surgery. But we would try to do anything that we can for our children. And in that moment, I was even willing to say, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll be at church on Sunday morning. And, and as the hours grew on and on, I thought, no. But then the Spirit said yes. And even though, uh, you know, we found out that Laura had a severe broken arm. She had to have surgery. They had to put pins in it. It was a long process of, of renewal. And, and I remember in that moment that, would do anything it would take for my children if they were hurt even if that meant putting away my sermon i don't remember that sermon on that sunday i know it was short everybody rejoiced but <laughs> what i do remember is this is that sometimes god puts us in those places that we have to make difficult decisions for our family and we have to say yes and that's what this woman's doing here. She knows that her daughter needs to be healed. And so she's reaching out to the son of David. She recognizes Jesus for who he is. And she cries out, show mercy on me. And nothing. She did it again and again. And again, she was persistent. She knew that this man could heal her. So much so that she had, you know, frustrated his disciples. Peter, James, and John, get her away from here. Send her away. Come on, Jesus, just tell her to go away. But you know what I find interesting is that Jesus didn't. He let her in. And they had this little spar. And in the midst of the spar, she kind of proved where she was. Recognizing that everybody deserves a little bit of mercy. And then changes the story. Jesus in 28 said, Woman, you have great faith. It will be just as you wish. And right then, her daughter was healed. 
This is a story of great faith. This is what faith looks like. It's hard to put a definition on faith. Have you ever really tried to define what faith is? It's hard to have a good dictionary definition that defines what faith really is. Because just when you think you have it defined, God stretches it that much further. And challenges us to think about faith a little bit more. I was thinking about last week. One of the things that our speaker said last week, she said this, if I can find it. Tasha said these words, in order to have change, you have to have challenge. Jesus' ministry, if you notice, Jesus says he's only here for the lost Israelites. This little thing, and he's challenged by this Canaanite woman, this outsider, and it opens him up. It expands to who he's really here for. See, Jesus understood his job description. If you don't doubt me, look at Luke 4. In Luke 4, Jesus kind of tells the world what he's here for. He's here for this woman. And in this story this week, what we can learn from this is that her faith persisted. Her faith came on. It was her faith that led her to get her child healed. It was her faith that allowed her to go toe-to-toe with Jesus and say, Jesus... Expand your understanding. Because sometimes that's what needs to happen. Sometimes we need to go to God and cry out to God and say, Here I am, Lord. Sometimes we need to just be like this woman. Have mercy on me. Maybe you do. Maybe you need to cry out to God. When was the last time you asked God for mercy? When was the last time you opened yourself up and said, God, I'm not living the life that you called me to live. I'm not being as faithful as you want me to be. Have mercy on me. I don't know about you, but when I pray that kind of prayer, I feel like a weight lifted off my shoulders. And I feel equipped to go further and more. The challenge brings change. And it leads me forward and onward. I'm not the person I was when I came to faith. I'm not that guy anymore. Because I was challenged and I changed. And I listened to the Spirit. And in those moments of of crying out to God, it's amazing how God is at work. Faith is not easy. Living out our faith is not an easy thing. John Wesley himself wrestled with this. He found a friend, a Moravian friend, a missionary named Peter Boyer. And him and Peter had this conversation back and forth. Wesley asked himself, how can you preach to others if you don't have faith yourself? Boyer replied, preach faith until you have it. And then Because you have it, you will preach faith. We never fully grasp faith. It's a journey. It's a process. It's a lifelong journey. It's a lifelong commitment. Striving to grow closer to God each and every day. And some days it's easier than others. Sunday morning should be your easiest God-growing close experience that you can have. 
Why? Because you schedule out time to be here at church. To challenge yourself, to push yourself, to grow closer to God. You give yourself two hours on Sunday. But God wants us all the time. God needs us all the time. Because you never know when you might provide that mercy for someone else. A man walked into the church on Sunday, or uh, I think it was like Tuesday. And one of the great things that we do in this church is that we have a little bit of money set aside to be able to help people that have needs. This man sat down with me and, and his mom had just lost everything in a fire in Jay. Actually, just saw, I actually saw the news thing before he came in. He came in and told me the story. And you could see it on his face. You could see the, the struggle and the angst and the sorrow in this man's eyes. And I looked at Shannon and said, we got to do whatever we can to help this young man get to his mother and Jay. That's what mercy looks like. Showing mercy is easy. We all can do it. And the challenge I want us to live out of this scripture story today is, is one of mercy and grace. You know when you go to Walmart and that person in front of you, you're getting in the 20 uh, less item line, you've got your three items and the person in front of you has got 50? Don't be mad that they can't count. <laughs> Smile. Kill them with kindness. That person that cuts you off when you're trying to get to your job, pray for them that they don't cause anybody to wreck. Pray for them that they don't get a ticket. Show them mercy. You know, that person in your home who refuses to put their laundry in the place where it needs to go, I may be confessing here, Show them mercy. <laughs> because when we have a mercy first attitude, amazing things can happen. God needs you to be active in the community of faith and life. And if we're going to change this world, if we're going to bring peace and unity, we have to do it. We can't sit on the sidelines expecting someone else to do it. If we want this church to be better... You can't expect someone else to do it. We have to do it together. But it starts with mercy. It starts with grace. And it starts with love. I'm a United Methodist because of the love that was given to me. Without question or cause. And then when I was told this is a lifelong journey, that seemed fun. It's been a challenge. It's not easy. But I've never found a definition that said faith was easy. And usually if it is, it's lying. My prayer for you is that in every step and every breath that you take, you strive to grow closer to God in everything you do. This woman had enough faith in her to go to Jesus. Do you have enough faith to come to Jesus in your times when you need mercy? Pray about that this week. Be open to where the Spirit may be leading you or guiding you or calling you to serve. Because God needs you to be the light in this world. So don't be afraid to show your faith. Because remember, even a faith like a mustard seed can change the world. Small faith matters just as much as big faith. 
We need everybody. Let us pray. Thank you for listening to Tallahassee First United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the message and that we hope that you come and check us out at TallahasseeUMC.org. Thank you, and we hope you have a blessed week.